Welcome to the Plant Powered Pantry Podcast, where we believe that small changes in our food choices can make big differences in our health and wellness. I am your host, Jill Dobrowanski, an educator, author, and self-trained chef. Whether you are vegan, veg curious, or just simply want to kickstart your health, this is the podcast for you. Each week, we will investigate one plant-based food to expand your pantry one step at a time. Together, we can build a healthy foundation by investigating history, health benefits, and providing tips on storing and cooking, along with a delicious recipe for you to try. I'm so happy you are joining me in my kitchen to explore all the wonderful accessible foods the world has to offer. So let's put on our apron and join me as we open the doors to the Plant Powered Pantry. Welcome to season three, where we are going to be exploring grains, greens, and beans. I was inspired by longtime podcasters of No Meat Athlete, runners and authors, Matt Frazier and Doug Hay. Thanks to Matt and Doug for the inspiration for this season. New episodes will drop every Monday, so be sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't done so already, could you kindly rate and review the podcast? It helps spread the plant-powered message to others. Okay, let's get this season underway. Welcome to my kitchen. Information in this podcast should not be taken as medical advice. If you require a medical diagnosis or prescription, or if you are contemplating any major dietary change, please consult with a certified healthcare provider. You should also seek an expert opinion prior to making any changes in your diet, supplement regime, or lifestyle. Also, please know that we will be discussing nutritional value of the food we explore each week. If this could be a potential trigger for you, please skip that portion of the episode. And if you or someone you know is struggling with an eating disorder, please seek help. There are several links provided in the show notes for you. Welcome back, pantry people. I am so happy to have you joining me here today. Before we get into this week's episode, in which we are continuing our grains, greens, and beans season and talking about amazing amaranth, I want to dig in and fill you in on what I'm working on with regards to my marathon training. And I cannot believe it is only 15 weeks away from today. So Sunday, I'm I'm recording this Sunday before it releases. And I cannot believe that 15 weeks from today, I will be done and having run my first marathon. The reality of it is really starting to set in as I increase my mileage every week and also my strength training. And I'm really starting to see how the foods I eat the day prior affect my performance both good and bad. And I have been making a lot of adjustments to my meal plan and also my hydration goals. I am now up to drinking about a gallon of water a day, and that is my goal, just because I am sweating so much and my body's absorbing so much liquid. And quite honestly, I'm also 
letting a lot of it go. <laughs> but um, so I'm really focusing on that. And also, I've got to be honest with you. So this week was kind of a rough week, actually just being out on the road. And I had a high frequency of just being yelled at and mocked by passing cars a couple of times over this past week. And this was in like areas that I run all the time. This is the the town that I live in. And I decided that no matter what time of day or where I am running, again, even if it's my own neighborhood, I am always going to have my pepper spray with me And I'm definitely going to do a very special episode and talk specifically about the importance of safety when running, biking, hiking in the future, especially for women. Um, But please, whatever you decide to do outside, just make sure that you're safe. Uh, Make sure you're aware of your surroundings Make sure that you have some form of ID on you. I always, if you've seen my Instagram posts, I always have my road ID on me. I sleep in it. I Nine times out of ten, I'm also showering in it. But I, I almost never take it off unless I'm just swapping out my bands. Um, and it really has pertinent information on it with regards to emergency contacts, any allergies, um, and who I am and where I live. And I, I literally never leave home without it. Um, but if you want to learn more about that, definitely check out my Instagram at The Plant Powered Pantry because you will be able to see all the posts I've been doing about it. And like I said, I am going to do a separate special bonus episode um, with regards to safety when doing any type of at- outdoor activity as a woman. Um, but I'm going to leave that for another day. So today, I am very excited about this week's episode because we're going to be talking about an ancient grain that is really starting to have its moment, even though it's been around for a very long time. Um, And it's gaining in popularity It's from Central America, which we haven't really covered to date. Um, So a lot of people consider consider it very exotic. But enough about this. Let's get into this week's episode about the amazing ancient grain of amaranth. Historically, the most robust record of amaranth comes from the Aztec Empire, which dominated Central America from around the 15th and 16th centuries AD. And amaranth was one of the three major crops collected, along with maize and beans. And as a tribute from the 17 provinces that made up the empire. So the historical records show that much of the amaranth collected was used for ceremonial purposes. 
unlike maize and beans, which were largely collected for consumption. And so the ancient Aztec would build statues of their deity using amaranth grain and honey. And then these statues would be worshipped, broken apart, and then distributed for eating. And this practice is one of the primary reasons that amaranth did not survive as a staple. However, the other reason was because when the Spanish arrived with Cortez as part of their efforts to force Christianity on the pagan natives, they outlawed the grain. Now, amaranth fields were burned and cultivators were punished. But lucky for us, they were unable to completely destroy the grain. And in a few remote areas, small amounts of amaranth survived. Now, while years later, it never kind of took root as a popular grain in Europe, it quickly spread throughout Africa and parts of Asia and the Caribbean where it remains popular to this day. And as we have seen with many ancient grains, the American health movement of the 1970s brought renewed attention to the crop. And the market for amaranth continues to grow, especially in light of the renewed interest that we're seeing currently in plant-based diets and sustainable agriculture. Now, amaranth's use in food products is widely varied. It is used in its intact form, it's used as a flower, and increasingly you're seeing it show up as a puffed or popped component of cereals and granola bars. Now, due to amaranth's high nutrient content, drought tolerance and extremely low water requirements, it has sparked more research into the breeding and growing of the crop as farmers face challenges of climate change and have begun seeing crops that, seeking out crops, excuse me, seeking out crops that are more resilient and adaptable. Okay, that was a brief overview of it. But let's dig into the health benefits of amaranth. So this ancient grain is rich in, you guessed it, fiber and protein as well as many important micronutrients. In particular, amaranth is a good source of manganese, magnesium, phosphorus, and iron. And that seems to be a trend that we see throughout these past four weeks with the ancient grains that we have been looking at. Now, amaranth is a wonderfully balanced food source, providing a healthy mix of protein and fiber. And what's more, it's also relatively low in calories. Now, according to the National Library of Medicine, one micronutrient abundant in amaranth is 
manganese. Now, manganese is an antioxidant, and it plays a role in keeping our mitochondria in our cells healthy. And it's also been shown to play a role in a healthy metabolism. And for all my friends out there who are finding themselves aging up, (laughs) as we all do, this is very important. You want to make sure that you're constantly maintaining a healthy metabolism, and therefore, amaranth could be a great source of one of the many things that you can do in order to keep your metabolism healthy. It is also very rich in magnesium, which is an essential nutrient that's involved in almost 300 reactions in our body, including DNA synthesis. And for those of you who do any type of movement and exercise, you know this, muscle contraction. We've talked about the role of magnesium before, and I talked about how I try to make a point to get a certain amount every day, and there are times in my training when I will supplement, Um, but I just make sure that if you are concerned about muscle ache, muscle fatigue, things of that nature, that you are getting enough magnesium. And you can always, always, always check with your healthcare provider and have your levels checked prior to making any dietary changes. But I digress. What's more, amaranth is high in phosphorus. And this is a mineral that's important for bone health. And it's also rich in iron, which helps your body produce blood. Now, you know I can't talk about amaranth without talking about our friend, fiber. The fiber contents of amaranth is about 1.8 grams of fiber per 3.5 ounce or 100 gram serving. That's a little powerhouse in this tiny little grain. And As I've said before, and I will continue saying, fiber is our friend. It helps support regular bowel movements, the growth of healthy gut bacteria. Fiber can also improve and increase your overall gut function, and it helps keep you feeling full longer. Now, gluten is a type of protein that is found in grains such as wheat, barley, spelt, rye, and many others. But for those with celiac disease, amaranth is naturally gluten-free and possibly could be enjoyed on a gluten-free diet. So if you have celiac disease, or an intolerance to gluten, gluten, eating gluten could trigger an immune response in the body, causing damage and inflammation in your digestive tract. And those with gluten sensitivity 
could also experience negative symptoms such as diarrhea, bloating, gas. And I know none of us really want to experience any of that, but amaranth is a great alternative and is naturally gluten-free and for most can be enjoyed. So let's face it. If you haven't tried amaranth yet, which I will admit, It took me years before I tried it because I didn't know what to do with it. You are in for a treat. But before we get to cooking with Amaranth, let's talk a little bit about storing it. Like many other grains we have been talking about, amaranth has a fairly long shelf life. And to ensure optimum freshness and shelf life, it's always best to buy it well-packaged and well-sealed. And like I've been saying for the past three episodes, if you are buying it in bulk and you can, kudos to you. Just make sure it doesn't have a funky smell and is actually like very granular um, and not sticking, clumping together. But once you get it home and you want to store it in your house, keeping amaranth is best kept in its sealed containers. And you know me, I say it every week, I prefer my, my wide mouth mason jars. Um, but you can also keep it in its original packaging. Um, but just make sure that it's uh, sealed tight or has a tight fit, tight fitting lid and is often the best method for keeping it fresh, um, especially if you're keeping it in a cool, dark, and dry location. Now, a sealed container is very important for maintaining freshness and reducing the possibility of infestation because, let's face it, nobody wants to deal with that. And now amaranth in its intact form can be stored in the pantry for about four months. And you could also store it in the freezer for about eight months. Now whole amaranth flour can be kept in the pantry for about two months, or you can put it in the freezer for up to four months. Now for long-term storage, the freezer compartment is the best place to store amaranth. But again, make sure it's in a sealed container and tightly wrapped. And I would advise you to let it sit out or at least put it in the fridge for about 24 hours before you use it um, because you want to make sure that it's, it's able to absorb any liquids that you're going to put in it. And once cooked, you can let your amaranth cool, store it in an airtight container in the fridge, And it'll keep anywhere from three to five days. And I typically just use it straight from the fridge. Now, amaranth is great in porridge or polenta-style recipes. And believe it or not, it can also be popped like popcorn. Now, amaranth has a peppery taste with a very pleasant, sweet, almost... um, grassy, earthy-like aroma, and it pairs very well with squash, 
corn, sesame, as we're going to see today, cinnamon, vanilla, and chocolate. (laughs) But, all right, you've got your amaranth? Now, let's head on into the kitchen and get cooking. Today's recipe brings me right back to my childhood when one of the cereals that we were allowed to eat was puffed rice. And in fact, I think my mom may still eat it to this day. But this recipe reminds me of all those Saturday mornings, watching cartoons, sitting on the floor with my sisters and a bowl of cereal on my lap. And this popped amaranth cereal is perfect for breakfast. Now, just like corn kernels, amaranth, when heated over high heat, pops and creates small little puffed crunchy bites. And you can mix and match your favorite dried fruits and nuts with this recipe today. And this recipe is very, very simple. So you're going to take one cup of popped amaranth, and I'll tell you how to do that in a moment, but one cup of popped amaranth, I use a quarter cup of shredded unsweetened coconut, a quarter cup of dried apricots diced, a tablespoon of chia seeds, a quarter cup of raw pumpkin seeds, a quarter teaspoon of extra virgin olive oil, a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon, a half a teaspoon of brown sugar or coconut sugar if you have it, a pinch of sea salt, and a quarter cup of rolled oats. Now, to pop your amaranth, you're going to heat a pan over medium heat until it's really hot. And always, always, always start with a test batch. Add a tablespoon of amaranth to the pan and stir it with a wooden spoon. The amaranth should start popping within a second or two. If they haven't started popping, the pan isn't hot enough. Continue to stir until the amaranth all begins to pop and you've reached the proper temperature if your pan isn't hot enough yet. Then cover with a lid and shake the pan from side to side until the popping slows and the sound itself softens. So it reminds me, and I'm gonna date myself here, of the old Jiffy Pop that you would put over the stove and just shake it until the popcorn all popped. You're basically doing the same thing. So you're gonna take a tablespoon of amaranth, put it in your hot pan, stir it up once it starts popping, cover with a lid and shake the pan from side to side until the popping slows down. Then you're gonna remove the lid. Once again, stir it with a wooden spoon to keep the amaranth from burning as just the last couple of little grains pops. Take it into a, pour it into a small bowl and you're gonna repeat this process. Now, do not add more than one tablespoon at a time. Yes, this is, this is the most time 
part of your recipe is popping this amaranth. Now, the first couple times I made this, I have to admit, I did burn the fast first batch, but it's usually because I left it on the heat too long and wasn't shaking it enough. But usually once I get the hang of it, the second batch always comes out perfect. It typically just takes some time to develop that correct temperature um, on your pan and to know when to stir it. Okay, so you've got all of your amaranth popped. You've got your cup of cup, excuse me, you've got your cup of popped amaranth ready to go. Now, I want you to preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit and line a small baking sheet with parchment paper or a silicone liner in a medium bowl. You are going to take your popped amaranth, your shredded coconut, your dried apricots, and your chia seeds, stir it all up, set it aside. Then in a small bowl, you're gonna take your raw pumpkin seeds, toss it with just a drizzle of olive oil, you could also use, um, if you're going oil-free, you could also use vegetable broth if you wanted. Um, your cinnamon, so you've got your pumpkin seeds, your oil, you're going to add your cinnamon, your sugar, and your sea salt. Toss all of that uh, to mix it well, and then pour that onto your parchment lined baking sheet in a single layer, and you're going to pop it in your oven and bake it for a about six to eight minutes or until it's just lightly browned. Now, once the uh, pumpkin seeds are roasted, you are going to add them and your rolled oats to the amaranth mixture and stir to combine it. Now you wanna allow this to sit and cool at room temperature. So basically what this is, is this is your cereal. It is your dried cereal. So you have your popped amaranth, you've got your pumpkin seeds, you've got your oats, you've got your chia seeds, you've got your fruit, and you're ready to go. When you're ready to serve it, you can either serve it over a plain vegan yogurt um, or one cup of your favorite plant-based milk, which is typically my favorite way to eat it. Um, so typically what I'll do is I'll take a scoop, uh, usually about a half a cup, um, pour it into a bowl, add a cup of my favorite plant-based milk, pop it in the microwave about 20 seconds, and then everything's ready to go. Give it a good stir and it's ready to eat. And I love it because it's got a little bit of crunchiness, it's got a little bit of nuttiness, and yet it's got a little bit of sweetness from that sugar and the coconut and the fruit. And really, the possibilities with this are up to you. You can add whatever type of dried fruit you want. You can mix up your um, oats with something else. You can add more chia if you want. You can add hemp seeds. It's, like I said, it's up to you, and this is your creative process. I think you are going to love this as much as I do.
believe we're already at the tip of the week? Wow, this episode is flying by. (laughs) Now, due to its high protein and fiber content, Amaranth cereal makes a great way for you to start your day. It will give you the energy that you need and help keep you feeling full throughout the morning. Now, I love to keep a container of it on hand and just pull it out and add some milk, especially after a long run or a hard workout. And I would say try making a batch of it and swapping out your morning cereal for your amaranth cereal and... I think you might be surprised at how much you love it. Now, stay tuned for the IG follow of the week, but also next week, we are moving away from grains and moving into greens, and I cannot wait. It is going to be so much fun, and as always, they're going to be some of my favorite greens and some of the most accessible greens, and... And honestly, some of the cheapest also. So I'm looking forward to that. But for now, I cannot wait for you to meet my friend and IG follow of this week. This segment of our show is intended to connect you with some of the people I respect and admire and absolutely love who are spreading happiness and awareness to our ever-growing vegan corner of Instagram. Now, this week, you have to connect with my friend Ava from at Naturally Vegan Ava. She makes some of the most amazing reels about being vegan and also sprinkles in some food and her travel. But I love how she is fearless in confronting some of the very popular myths about being vegan and also not being afraid to laugh at herself, which if you've seen any of my Instagram reels, You all know I'm very good at doing that, (laughs) but be sure that you follow Eva. She is incredible and funny, but yet honest and authentic, and I think you're going to love her as much as I do. And if you do follow her, let her know that Jill from the Plant Powered Pantry sent you. Thank you so much for joining me in my kitchen today. It was such fun. Don't forget to subscribe to the Plant Power Pantry podcast and tell a friend so that neither one of you ever miss an episode. Be sure to connect with me, the Plant Power Pantry on Instagram and with my friend who I highlighted this week. We would love to connect with you. And remember to stay plant powered. Plant powered.